I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next Breakout Rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. This is going to be episode one of season two, and I don't think any of us could be more excited to be back talking with you guys after what a two three week hiatus tie yeah yeah i guess it was three uh, weeks off two, two weeks, off. weeks yeah nice little two week break that was nice i'll take it seems like forever my hair's getting a little longer I'm definitely losing more and more of it but we're all right so on today's episode we're going to get into a couple different things we'll talk about our nba season predictions and kind of cards we want to pay attention to and keep an eye out on We'll get into our NFL Super Bowl predictions as the playoffs are about to start and get into a a general card discussion, um, skill position players, Mahomes, different things like that. And then what does it look like in our minds for different grading companies in 2021? So, Ty, Lou, let's start off. I don't think the NBA was going, or if it was, it wasn't doing much when we recorded our last episode of season one. So... Obviously, the NBA is going. We've mentioned it before. NBA goes, the market goes. It's it seems to be the in the driver's seat for for cards at the moment. But I want to get into what wh- what do you guys see happening this year? Let's talk about rookie of the year, MVP, most improved, defensive player of the year, and your finals matchup slash champion. Sweet. Let's get into some different things. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we let's just yeah, we'll, we'll we'll jump right in. MVP predictions, Lou. What do you got? Who do you got? MVP of the NBA season. Um, I will go with Mr. LeBron James as my MVP. Brian. Um, I am going to. Take one way out of left field, I think. Interesting. I'm going to go with Jokic. What? Interesting. Yep. The Nuggets, I think, are going to be a top two or three seed in the West. He's playing well so far. I, I really like KD, but I think Kyrie steals a lot of that spotlight. I don't think Booker's going to win it. I don't like Tatum to win it this year. LeBron and Giannis are easy ones. Luka's an easy one. So I'm going to go to a little left field on this. I'm going to say Jokic. Yeah. That's crazy, actually, because I was going to come on here and say, like, I'm the biggest Nuggets fan in the world, but I actually think they might be, like, the sixth seed. Um, I also think the Mavs are going to struggle. And I I think LeBron, uh, I was, yeah, LeBron, and reason being is just this year is is crazy. I mean, for sports, I, I think we're still a full calendar year away from like back to to normalcy and i think that if there's one thing lebron has proved you know a lot of stuff's been floating around steph curry all of a sudden he goes out dropped 62 last night literally to to have one point higher than lebron james's uh career high um but (laughs) lebron he just wins he just wins and if you look Mm -hmm. at the lakers you know there's a lot of teams you know the nets are three and four the lakers are have lost one game and I believe it was on opening night. They're deep this year. Deep. They're deep, and they win. 
And and if anyone knows how to rest and make it still happen and all that, I just I look around. Uh, you know, I've been paying attention to a lot of just box scores and what have you. And LeBron just each night still there putting up his twenty two like triple double and, every night. It's unbelievable it's, and and wins. You know, and you look around the league and these teams are losing games. You know, there's these back to backs. You know, it's tough to beat a team on back to back nights. And it, that you have that in the league now with these like little mini baseball series. Um, and so I just, I think so. I think the Suns will be good, but to your point, I think the CP3 Devin Booker combo, it's not just a Booker thing. I think Luca is going to take a step back this year a bit in terms of expectations have now gone through the roof. And I don't think he has the team around him to deliver against that. So I think he's going to have to press a lot more. And I think that might not be what he's looking for. Um, so yeah, I think, I think LeBron. So LeBron's one of the easiest two answers in this. So yeah. besides LeBron or Giannis, right? The probably the two front runners, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking if you're not taking one of those two chalk answers? Lou. Like who are you taking outside of those two guys for MVP? Yeah, yeah. MVP. Yep. Outside of those two guys, it's really hard. Uh, <laughs> I would probably take AD then. Okay. Interesting. That's not a. That's not a bad. Call. Like that's like the uh, only two names I can think of. So you're like, really no, in I'm on sorry. The Lakers, the Lakers have They're lost really two games. Good. The, the Lakers have lost two games since we popped on here. I'll say Kawhi. Yeah, like that's uh, he might not play enough. Like he might rest a little bit too much for it. Um, but I'll say Kawhi. And I would like to say Booker, but I just he's so efficient. I watched him play the other night, and like. I just don't think he puts up enough in the stat sheet. He's so good on the court. He does so many good things, but he doesn't shoot the ball as much as he could or should. Gets a lot of hockey type assists. So that's my thought. Although, don't sell your Devin Booker cards. I've sold a couple in recent weeks. Already regret the decision. All right. So who do you guys have for who are we going for rookie of the year? I know it's early, and we you might not know. I feel like this is so everyone. hard because it's so random. Right now, I think I'm gonna Lamella, go. Um, yeah, I was gonna say Lamelo too. The NBA, you know, is the NBA for a reason, mm-hmm. and if it's mildly close, he wins it. Yeah, I feel like it's you gonna think? be Lamelo or like somebody random. Like who's that guy on the Kings? What's his name? Uh, Halliburton. Yes, like Tyrese yeah. Halliburton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's I think it's Lamelo or Halliburton. He's a player, and Wiseman's been good too. I would say that's who, that would be my pick. Would be James Wiseman. I think he's. Yeah, I it's think not he's Obi gonna, Toppin. No, the Knicks, <laughs> I'm just not betting on the Knicks. He's played one game. Of course, he has played one game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not betting on anything. It makes me so mad. Yeah, I, I, Lamelo Ball. The NBA is the NBA because of who they are, and he's shown me enough early on that he's playing. I don't think he's starting yet. I think he will eventually start. Um, and he wants it. He's hungry and he wants it. Although, is it Anthony Edwards? He's the rookie of the year in terms of press conferences for sure. Uh, he might be the best quote in the NBA, right? He's got to yeah. be. He no said something the it. other day about like I'm top two and I'm not two or something like that, and it was like an unreal quote. Uh, where he just said, "I'm good at I'm, I'm good at whatever you need me to be good at. I'm good at it. Well, I gotta respect it." <laughs> yeah, it was good. He's funny. All right, who do you uh, who do we got for? Uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, defensive player of the year is like uh, uh, it's kind of a not interesting conversation to me. But <laughs> like Marcus Giannis, Smart? 
Yeah. Marcus Smart, Giannis. Yeah. Marcus Smart Gobert. would be fun to wear. Marcus to win Smart? It. There's really? two guys in the league as a Knicks fan that I hate playing against and love having on the squad. Jay Crowder and yeah. Marcus Smart. So, right here's a little thing you don't know about me. I couldn't sit down and watch a full NBA game if you gave me a million dollars. So What if you bet $5 on it? No, no shot. <laughs> you Can't could watch a full NBA game? Not a full, like, regular season NBA game. But I'll no be chance. honest. I wouldn't go to a Cincinnati Reds or any Major League Baseball game yeah. if the whole thing was free and I sat behind the dugout. Really? Yeah, so like if I go to I would a game, go. it's Maybe so bring boring. a date or something, but if like I, I would never watch it on TV. Yeah, if I no. go to an NBA game, I'll have a good time. Like if we go to a Nets game or whatever, I'll have a great time. But like no. me like sitting down, popping on yes on a Tuesday, no shot. What if you take Kyrie over 12 and a half? Not interested. Even though his See, over I, would be like 19. <laughs> <laughs> Not interested. But yeah, but so I feel like Marcus Smart's like one of the good defensive guys that I can know off the top of my head, so I'm going with Marcus Smart. AD. Yeah, AD will be right there. I think Giannis, because again, the NBA, they want to give it to, they want to keep giving him awards. He's like one of their chosen guys. I don't think he'll win MVP, hasn't had the greatest start to the season. They haven't as an org, but I think he'll he'll keep stacking hardware. Um, The Pacers, who the Knicks just actually beat, have been tough. Sabonis. What's the word on Sabonis cards? You get much Sabonis action through your store? No. Feels like a sneaky play. No, he's a big man, and those don't typically do well, and he's in Indiana, and that definitely doesn't do well. Well, his silver prism is currently as – there's an auction with five days and three hours left that has 23 bids on it for $630. $630? Hey, it's a new world out here, 2021. Let's see. Yeah, it's a no-go for me. The one, the one award I was thinking about that I've – the NBA doesn't do comeback, right? They just do most improved. Most improved, I think. So my question to you is, would you, you know, assuming things go the way we think they're going to go, would you take KD for comeback player of the year? Or I'm sorry, for most improved? Or would you take MPJ for most improved? Look, MPJ's, I don't think, MPJ I don't should think be in the Kat, conversation. Of course, I think MPJ is going to win most improved. Okay, so is KD not in that conversation at all? I don't think he's allowed to be in the conversation. I'm asking. I have no idea. How yeah, it works. I, I don't think he I don't can be in that conversation. For most improved, now nah, it's like la- it's your last season. Yeah, like I don't think they would go off of well, he didn't play last year, so now he is great. I think it's like year over year growth. Interesting. Sexton going to be in the conversation? Very much so. That dude's been balling. He's playing yeah. well, huh? He's playing really well. Yeah. I saw his prisms for like three hundred bucks. Uh, so Sabonis. Buy it now, Jan second, seventeen ninety nine, silver prism PSA ten. The dude's been playing well. He he's in the running for uh, most improved. most improved. Yeah, is MPJ really in the running for most improved? He's, he's starting. Gone. Yeah, and he's. I mean, I already scoring. put thirty the other night. He did. Although now he's stuck in health protocols, contact tracing. He hung out with someone that hung out with someone that had COVID. Well, he wasn't exactly twenty one. He wasn't exactly <laughs> doing the right thing in the mix on that early on. <laughs> yeah, listen. On the court, he's my boy. All right, what uh, what what, uh, what do we got next here, right? Uh, NBA. Oh, championship predictions. Lou, who you got? NBA championship. Um, I'll go. 
I'll go. I'm going to take Ryan's from last year. I'm going to go Celtics Lakers. Right. Ty, I'm going to wait on you. Oh, was do, we, do we have to go who wins the chip? Or are we doing that on the next go round? No, we'll okay. no, 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 no. I'll do like Lakers Celtics and then Lakers title back to back for LeBron. Lakers Celtics, Lakers title back to back. Interesting. Okay. I've got the. I've got the Nets and I've got the Lakers. <sighs> yeah. I don't want it. That'll be it's kind of boring, but yeah, it's going to be Lakers Nets and it would be all time and it would be epic. And I can hear the theme song playing in my head right now. And the Lakers are going to beat them four to one because Kyrie's going to not show up. My first prediction has to be Lakers Celtics. I, I'm not buying the Nets. I just feel like KD and Kyrie are just meant to implode. Um, Jalen Brown's ball in this year. I obviously love Jason Tatum. I, I don't anticipate the Heat being back. I don't buy the Hawks. I mean, Wizards aren't very good. I'm not not betting on the Pacers. I'm like, I'm sure there's somebody I'm missing in this conversation. But to I me, I think the Rockets are going to be good. I think the yeah. Rockets will play in the con- in the conference finals. Uh, there's no way I'm ever betting on the Rockets to beat the Clippers or the Lakers. So. I, I can't pick I the didn't Rockets. Say, I didn't say they'd go to the finals. That's the so, well, that's good news. Is this segment is who is going to the finals? Got it. I forgot. So, I, I, yeah, I'm with Lou. Lakers, Celtics is it would be my choice. So, but what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys keeping an eye out in terms of like players or cards at the moment? I mean, we're what ten games in, twelve games in. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. where's your where's your head at in, in the even last market? like seven eight games in. Uh, Brandon Ingram. I think we forget this kind of what's happened over the last, I don't know, 10 years, maybe a little bit longer. But like Brandon Ingram is young. Really, really, really young. And when I watch him hoop, I'm like, wow, he's really good and could be really, really good. You know, and, and we kind of forget that it took, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Jordan and uh, I believe Jordan and LeBron. It both took them six years before they made it to a finals, something like that, five six years. So we kind of forget that a little bit, um, and that is what I'm paying attention to. I think Brandon Ingram has the potential to be a massive superstar in the league. Yeah, I think that's right. I think there's a general consensus, not consensus, but there's a general thing in a lot of sports, right? Where like it's really quick. Yeah. It's all, and it's. I think it's uh, really hard in the NBA because these kids come out when they're eighteen, like mm-hmm. they have no idea what they're doing. Like they're barely people, and yeah. they're in the NBA, and it's like with money. Know, yeah, like uh, well, uh, uh, Mark Mark Heltholtz. He comes out. He's like eighteen, nineteen years old. He has a rough couple years here, and now he gets over to the Magic. He plays really well. It's looking up for Mark Heltholtz. But now there's all this built-in negativity and negative energy his way. With like Ryan's having a tough phone call, and like um, uh, now like Klaus' his career, which is kind of strange, all things considered. Like if you look back, especially now that I'm thinking about it even more, it's kind of weird. Like we all watched Last Dance, and it's like it was very clear the beginning of Michael's career was like not the best. Mm-hmm. He was in a tough situation. He was hurt, all that stuff, and it's just it's weird how this happens all the time. Faults. It's happening with my favorite quarterback in New York. It happens yep. with all these guys now. We're all like they have and struggles early on, and it clouds the rest of their younger career. Younger than Burrow, I believe. He's twenty three years old. Yeah, 
And Fultz is 22. And he's like, people think he's not Marco even in Fultz, the league. Marco Fultz, it feels anymore. like he's been in the league for five. He's been in the league, he's been in the league for five years. It feels like it actually might be five years, and he's 22. <laughs> it's it's got to be probably pretty close. But that, but so right, what we were saying was like, there's all these negative things that go against these kids when they're super, super young, and we forget that they have, like Marco Fultz might have 15 years ahead of him in the NBA. That's mm-hmm. a really long time. Yeah. So Rye, I. But let's take a brief minute. We're gonna go over here. Obviously, you made a big announcement about your shop, um, and you just had to step away. I know you're getting contractor phone calls, and you're like uh, in the that real estate business that. now. Oh, interesting. Okay, we'll just pretend it was. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I feel disrespected. But um, what uh, what's going on with the new shop? Talk about it for one second, and then we got to hear about what's on your mind with NBA bat cards. Yeah. So. Um purchased a building end of December, something we had been working on for, for quite some time. Obviously I kept that confidential with you guys, but um, just really looking to expand in 2021. Just don't have the, have the room now. So this was kind of our opportunity to, to really get some more space. It's about three times the current square footage as we currently have. So how big um, is that? How big will that be? 3000 square feet. Epic. And is the current shop going to remain open while you're building this one out? Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, we're, uh, there won't, hopefully there'll be no days we close. So hopefully it'll be, you know, we move when we're, when we're not open. Um, but this is just how our long op- has it been since you first started buying and selling and trading sports cards to now opening your kind of new flagship store. That's what I'll call it. Like when did I first like really get in hardcore into cards? I guess like what's your continuous journey of like 2006. Oh, six. Hold and on, I, did, got, I got to hold on. Okay. <laughs> this is, again, I'll tell you in a second. I'll, it's I'll fine. Talk All right, so it. let me let me do mine. Let me do mine. So something I've been thinking about is, um, it's we were talking about a little bit before with Luca, where there's a lot of stuff built into Luca right now, and he's kind of struggling early on. They're not they're not the best team. He's missing some shots, and it seems like you know everyone was just waiting for the for the Luca to pop 2k and it, it seems to have in, be having some trouble getting there due in large part to the way he's been playing right um so i'm interested to see what happens with that i'm keeping an eye on that obviously i'm invested in luca so i have a vested interest in what happens to his cards but um yeah i think it's interesting what's going to happen with him because there's obviously so much it's actually a little bit yannisy with more lessons learned where there's so mm-hmm. much built in towards him so um, yeah mvp has now been at 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 a two thousand dollar level for luca mvp has been built in a long playoff run has been built in and a long successful career yeah hall of of fame Fame has been been i don't don't, don't think that's fair to say anymore guys like i think there's a lot of guys who there's a lot of there's a lot of guys who are way over that price range that aren't gonna be like is Giannis a hall of famer no like that's ridiculous. He's a back-to-back MVP, bro. Absolutely, Giannis is in, is in the Hall of Fame. He's in the he retires today. He's in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely, unless Done. he like never plays again. The guy was guy won back-to-back MVP. He retires today. Yeah. He's in the he's in the Hall of Fame. Well, you don't just retire today. But that's there what we're talking about. Uh, but hold on, I just think what I'm trying to say here is I think we build in a lot of stuff to a lot of guys to so say like you have to be a Hall of Famer to be over two thousand dollars is a little bit unfair. Back-to-back MVPs in this league, Giannis. and also. Curry, shit to LeBron, bed in the Nash, Duncan, shit to bed in the Jordan, playoffs. Magic, Bird. Cool. Moses Malone. Cool. Will. Russell. I got Clay. it. 
Uh, the old guy I always go back to, and this is Tracy McGrady. What did Tracy McGrady ever accomplish to be in the in the Hall of Fame? Maybe the NBA is different because the NBA a, puts everyone never in their won a playoff in the Hall game, game. like a series when he was healthy. What I'm, I'm trying not, to I'm say, not trying what, to smash Team Mac. No. My point, Team great. I'm just like Giannis is back to back MVPs before 27. I'm I'm in on him being a Hall of Fame. Fine. My my point is like I think we're like we jump to the conclusion of like it's not really fair to put them at that price range until they're a certain level. Well, I think That's just not moment, where the market is anymore. I think in the moment we'll get into the the Mahomes thing a little bit. What I kind of to your point of like right now. I think if you let it breathe, it can go more. But on the current trade, the current start of the season heat, the current why did it go from why did it go from twenty one hundred down to twelve hundred and then now pushing back to two K is because right now people are buying it saying he's either an MVP or a deep playoff run candidate and like is gonna win a chip. Now, if he has a ish year, like a new you know floor will be created maybe around 1500 and then if it goes up to 27 next year they're going to be like okay now it's another mvp so i think the long term he's obviously got to do those things but i think that's what people are selling it off of right now you're buying this from me because you think he's going to be mvp this year or at some point mm-hmm. but i think this is a good point to uh, bring up that like you flashback nine weeks ago 10 weeks ago whatever it was we had we sat here and had the same conversation about this about when the luca prisms were twelve hundred dollars as tens and we're like this is what we talked about like the new guy comes into the market and says hey i like luca i'm gonna buy five prism psa tens for two grand a piece then uh, three weeks later they're twelve hundred and we're like hey that's a new floor that's great but he doesn't care they're down 800 bucks a piece we talked about it. Are you willing to hold these? And we're going to talk about this here in a little bit with football because some guys are, you know, only one team's going to win. Guys are going to start to dip. Are you willing to hold these until they come back and see if they even do come back to where they are? Or are you selling off? Because at that point, when we had that conversation, somebody out there bought 10 Luca Prisms at $1,200 a piece and just made $8,000 selling them all yesterday. This card is, and I'm holding up a LeBron James Topps Chrome 203, uh, or sorry, 111. Uh, he, it was a $15,000 card. It went down to 10K. Now it's at 17. In between that time, he won a chip. What's becoming more and more clear to me is these like price in, these seasonal buying moments. And, and I think this is a good, let's transition over into NFL by speaking specifically around Mahomes. And what happened from, okay, Mahomes won an MVP, right? Before he won his chip. Price in chip, price in being all time. Builds up, builds up, boom, he wins the chip on a comeback, you know, Super Bowl. And then the thing nosedives. Then he puts in another MVP ish type season. He might not win it. And now it's at, an all-time high, higher than the post-Super Bowl sell-off. So again, yeah, well, here we are. Is he going to win another MVP? Is he going to win a second Super Bowl? Is he then Hall of Fame? Cool. Are you going to buy? And if you are going to buy, are you patient and are you? do you have the gut to, to withstand the dip? Um, so Lou, because Lou, that's becoming more clear pattern-wise for me. Lou, I just quick, quick, a quick hit here. Before we get into this Mahomes conversation, who are you putting in the Hall of Fame right now? Mahomes or Giannis? You can only put in one. 
Mahomes. He's won the Super Bowl. Just, I was just more Yeah, curious. Mahomes. Uh, yeah, Mahomes for sure. Three years in the league and he's a Hall of Famer. I wouldn't put either of them in, but if I'm picking one, I'm picking the one who won the Super Bowl. Fair. Yeah, I would. I would too. What, three days after the Super Bowl? Those cards hit like, what, 1,600 as 10s? I think they're at 8,600 now. I'm looking 7, at, I'm trying to check right now from last year to this year where we're at. I'm pretty sure they're about 16 to 1,800 post-Super Bowl. Keep talking. As 10s. T- as I, t- t- I think the argument I have, again, like we talked about with Luca though, is like only one of the – everybody's Ryan's got so com- good. Yeah, he's dialed in. <laughs> February 5th, 2020. The card sold for $1,413. That's unbelievable. He just guy, nailed it on the head. That's selling cards for 14 years. That's unreal. And now, it's, years. and now it's at 7,800 right now? Wait. I think there's three sales recently. 82. Over 82 eight ap- apologies. 80, $8,200. If you bought a Patrick Mahomes the day after he won the Super Bowl, You've made three hundred and eighty-five percent return, and 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 let's let's frame up the mindset of someone buying that card. Okay, Patrick Mahomes comes off arguably the greatest, one of the greatest seasons for an NFL quarterback. He's two years into the league. He just won Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. He won, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And his card has is now twenty-five percent the value of an all-time high. You gotta be kind of different cat to be going into that market unless you've seen these historical patterns and understand the larger you know consumer mindset of like fomo and like buying it now like the most the real is on our chat today the most kobe cards this year will probably be sold on mama day august 24th which is like probably not the time you want to be buying is, or it is like it's weird, it <laughs> right? So it's just as we talk about this again. We, you texted us earlier today, like, "Hey, look at all these baseball prices." I know that no one even knows what baseball is right now. Yeah, no one cares. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, like th- here's the crazy thing on Mahomes, right? Like, I'm, now I'm just looking at the numbers and it boggles my mind. So 1400, they win the Super Bowl February 5th. Up, you go back to May 14th of this year, May 15th of this year. It hits for 3750, right? It goes back down to 2300 on June 1st, and then it shoots all the way up to an all-time high of $8,900 on August 10th. It goes back down to, 50, to 4800 and now it's back over 8000 again. It's insane. That is a really volatile card. It's unbelievable. Those this are but, but floors. Think about the floors, right? Think about the, each time, kind of these new floors being hit. And I think that that's where you got to kind of pay attention and understand when you think about like the risk and downsides of how how much can you stomach that if you do need to get liquid quick. Yep. Well, I mean, and that's kind of the reason. I mean, if you're buying those kind of cards, you realize those are, regardless of how much they fluctuate, just like the LeBron Chrome, that's a really liquid card. Mm-hmm. You could sell that at any point. Somebody is definitely interested in that card. Luca Prism 10, the Mahomes Prism 10, the LeBron Tops Chrome 10, the Giannis Prism 10. Like, those are those are liquid. But Ty, we're kind of going two different ways here, right? We're talking about Mahomes. I, I want to mm-hmm. get into the conversation of, we talked about this before with the, NF, the, the NFL, like, what or with the NBA. A week from now, we'll be having another conversation on Card Talk. 
and six, three teams, six teams are going home. Mm-hmm. Not going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Two weeks from now, you're going to have what four teams remaining. Yep. What 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 do you see happening in the next couple of weeks? And I think that's also going to lead into a conversation, kind of like Lou mentioned earlier with baseball about you're going to be, and we'll get into it in a second. But the end of March, right? You're you're going to have basketball, college basketball. You're going to be hard in the NBA season. Hockey's getting ready. Your hockey's going. Baseball's starting to heat up. The one thing you're not, you're going to hear about Trevor Lawrence going pro, hopefully, you're not going to be as interested in. What about Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow or some of those guys? So getting into that cyclical thing. So I think that uh, well, the first thing that is on my mind uh, for the card market is actually really deeply applicable to your life, Ryan, which is Monday night's matchup, uh, Ohio State versus Alabama. If Ohio State wins that game, the combo of Lawrence and Fields going into this year and what that can do to the market around football cards will be massive. Yes, I, I believe. Huge. If he crashes and burn, Lawrence is, is still huge, right? And will be. But if you get those two, you know, fields coming off of two performances like that, I think that yep. escalates things quickly. Mm-hmm. As well, you know, with a Herbert, a Burrow off an injury, like that is crazy. Quick sidebar. We were, you know, we talked a lot about skill position players, like just didn't really occur that that much as we might have thought it would with the increase. I would almost go, double down on the opposite of like the QBs are going to be crazy with these young guys. Second, I think Kyler, you'll probably see take a fairly drastic hit. I would love to see where Kyler's going to go this spring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they finished the season eight and eight. They had, you know, offensive guru uh, as a coach. You get D Hop. You get a week seventeen win, and you're in against the Rams without golf, who just lost to the Jets. But Kyler didn't play in that game. Kyler didn't play what on Sunday? I don't think Kyler played. I thought it was like two dudes that we've never heard of. Wolford. I, I, did Kyler not play at all? No, Wolford was the quarterback. Didn't John Wolford was a former. Uh, jet for a hot minute. Yeah, remember like we four, had the joke about him? There's like four people who understand who that guy is, and me and Tyler are two of them. Um, yeah. He definitely played on Sunday. I was going to say, Kyler? Yeah, he got hurt. Also, he got hurt. He he got, yeah, he got hurt, but he was playing. I mean, it was a win and you're in. So I think you'll see a drop in that, which again, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. There could be real value spikes in that, offseason-wise. Um, I think that it's a re- real moment for Lamar. I hate to keep going back and being like, it's a moment for him. Guys won an MVP. They're a favorite on the road it definitely at is Tennessee. Very, this is a very important game for Lamar Jackson. If they lose, it gets weird quick. It's already pretty weird. If they lose, it gets weird quicker. I completely agree. I'm um, ready to eat. Uh, uh, again, I'm not ready to. I don't want him to win. But I'm fully prepared to eat my words on Josh Allen. For, for sure. Yeah, what, I understand being, it's probably coming. What about him being good or bad? No, it's like we talked in the offseason. Like, are you buying Josh Allen? And I still stand by this. Are you buying Josh Allen to win a Super Bowl or an MVP? Because if not, what are you buying it for? His prices are ridiculous. I want to tell you guys something. And I haven't talked about this to anyone except myself. I was thinking about it yesterday. I was sitting in bed. <laughs> I grew up in a time period where Tom Brady owned every aspect of my life. So it was hard for me to really like 
it's hard to root against someone who always beats you because it's like you're just used to it, you know? I don't think I'll be rooting harder. I don't think I've ever rooted harder against a player. Like, I'm going to root against Josh Allen this Sunday. <laughs> I hate Josh Allen. I hate him. And I, I just, I Phil Rivers, like, one time. One time. Um, I need it one. back. <laughs> yeah, and listen, and you might get it for Phil Rivers. Uh, Jason, thank you. He did confirm that Kyler got hurt mid-game and missed, it looks like, 43 minutes of playing time. It's like the first quarter. It's interesting. So he played like a little more than the first quarter. Okay, so he went out with an L and an injury. Could be a, an off-season buy. Um, but, Ty, b- before we continue, I, I want to speak about something because this is this – is, uh, Came back in the game late, says Jason. Trevor Lawrence in football – will be I, I, not as big because of what basketball is, but a, a fraction less than what Zion was in basketball. I agree. It's He's been, been on TV since eighth grade. In the, in the age of social media, Trevor Lawrence has been hyped since he could walk. Yeah, most, with people, the think, card, most people think he has three rings. With the card market the way it is and all this FOMO and what are people going to be and you see the NFL is run by quarterbacks, this guy is like, you're talking Andrew Luck, you're talking Manning, Elway, like this, his stuff, a year from now, like you're going to forget about, you know, Burrow, Herbert, and Tua, like those guys are going to get forgotten in the offseason when this guy's got pro cards. It will be mania for football. Agreed. Mania. Uh, another thing is, uh, I'm just looking at kind of like the bracket. Um, is Drew Brees cheap comparatively to Rodgers, to uh, Brady? I guess where did it just come out like this is his last year? Adam Schefter's tweeted that all signs indicate that this will be his last year. He signed a deal with CBS or something to broadcast, I think. I didn't hear that. Something like that. Uh, but he, they either could lose to the if you want to call them hot bears which then trubisky conversation gets interesting um trubisky's apparently made himself a lot of money he's been balling apparently the bears didn't pick up the fifth year option and he's like they benched him and he came back they were talking about how trubisky's gonna make himself some money this year someone will someone will rock with him um so that's that's kind of what's on my mind with football um I mean, here we are. Alex Smith is hosting Tom Brady in the playoffs. Uh, and Chase Young saying, I want Brady. Yeah. it's uh, That seems like a terrible thing yeah, to do. Give Tom Brady bulletin board material. Yeah. I idea. love Chase Young, my guy. You know, go Bucks. But, man. On this, let's uh, keep moving. Um, Super Bowl predictions. Super Bowl predictions. There's just, I'm not betting against Mahomes in any one game scenario. So, uh, I'm, I'll probably be wrong, but I'm going Chiefs Packers. It just makes too much sense. I'll take the I'll take chalk. Um, I will also be going with the Chiefs, but for the sake of conversation, I'll say uh, Chiefs Seahawks. I got Buccaneers. <laughs> I got, I got the Buccaneers going to the chip, dude. That would be awesome. Uh, and yeah, I mean. <laughs> I got the Buccaneers and the Chiefs, and it, that game would be bananas. I mean, they, I, first off, Tom Brady's throwing the ball to Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans, and Gronk. And their D is nice. 
And, and, they, and it'd be, yeah, Jason with another, <laughs> and it'd be a home game for Brady. I got a question for you guys, Lou. Lou and Ty. What Super Bowl matchup is the best for cards? Well, this is a great question. Huh. I always think about this. I thought about this last year. Like, because when the Patriots beat the Rams, I'm obviously a Patriots guy. I wanted it to be Chiefs, Saints for going away, coming, right? Mahomes breeze one last time. Um, so I'm curious, what do you think the best matchup is this year for card values? I would say it's definitely the Chiefs. I disagree with that. And the NFC, as I think. Well, if you're talking chaos, the idea of the Ravens yeah, going to the Super Bowl. Of going at it. The idea of the Ravens going to the Super Bowl, the Lamar card would get bananas if they went to the Super Bowl. So, but I think for <laughs> for the sake of everyone's sanity, I think the best mark, the best Super Bowl for cards is the Chiefs and I think the Chiefs and the Packers would be the best for cards. There's so many different ways to go about it. You think the Chiefs and the Packers because Mahomes, Rodgers, but like if the Bills make it, you know, all of a sudden Josh Allen is crazy. But I think the, I think the, if the Browns get super weird and Baker is, oh, I mean, like that'd be great. That would just be wild. And uh, yeah, I mean the NFC is like it's kind of Rodgers, Breeze. Wilson, Brady. Well, when when I say best for cards, the way I think about it is if Mahomes doesn't go to the Super Bowl, I think everybody here watching or listening and us probably agrees Mahomes is going to do all right, right? Yeah, you're pretty if, much if Lamar the of of people that matter. Is exactly. Good. If Mar, Lamar doesn't win, that's a, that's an interesting conversation for a dude to be 0-3 in the playoffs in his first three years. Right, like I think Lamar has a lot on the line. So in terms of the best for cards, I'm looking at it as who can we see take the biggest increase? Because Mahomes stuff will likely stay where it's at. I mean, it might dip a little bit because in the off season, but Mahomes is going to be all right. Uh, it has to be Baltimore or, or uh, uh, Buffalo, right? Just two young guys that I think can prove themselves. Baker could be, but where Lamar is and where Josh Allen are, like where their prices are. I'm going to lean with Lou on this. I'm going to I'm going to lean his way when he mentioned Lamar earlier. I'll probably go Ravens and then I would say Seahawks. Jason mentioned Ravens Seahawks. I think that's probably the best one or Ravens uh Packers because I Rodgers is great, but I think Rodgers legacy is a whole lot different with two Super Bowl rings rather than one. Yeah, I agree. Green Bay doesn't matter so much, but again, if Baker Mayfield goes to Eli Manning that would be insane. I don't think the Browns are going to be are are going. I think the Browns are going to lose by fourteen or more. Really? In the first round? Yeah. They, so the Steelers. I, I mean, I I want the Browns to win. Absolutely, they're a local team. Yep. Um, you just don't think so, they're good. You just don't think your local team. They good. Lo- they almost lost to Mason Rudolph in the practice squad by like two points. Like they just beat him by two. I'm just I'm Fair. not betting on I'm not betting on the Browns without their the defensive player of the year in. TJ Watt, the starting quarterback, the starting center. Like I'm just, yeah, you're just probably fair. you're probably not betting fair. on Cleveland to beat the. the I didn't Steelers. say it would happen. I'm just saying, don't Agreed. let Baker go Eli Manning. 
That would be great. Because you'll have all types of dances and press conferences coming out. It would be out. amazing for local business. Yeah. Right? If Baker's Card hot, collector too. People are, yeah, people are asking for the brown stuff. I would love that. It would be great. Yeah. I hear you. Let's, uh, we're going to switch it over to a little grading, uh, the, just kind of round it out with thinking about 2021, the, uh, you know, the grading companies and, and all that's happened in the grading world. I mean, grading cards alone is, is a hobby in and of itself. And yeah, it's definitely a full path to go down in, in the card game. Um, the, so a couple things have happened as we enter 2021 and I'd love your, your knowledge on, on this, Ryan. Three years ago, it's the start of 2018. Could you have imagined operating a full-time grading business? Like was the volume there? I'm not sure anybody could, I could have imagined anything that we're so, doing So now. maybe not, don't think about it as, as imagined, but what was the volume like three years ago? Like, uh, what was the general consensus around sending in cards to get graded? Well, at the time, we, like BGS and PSA were a lot more comparable. In, like, in price? In price. So like we did a lot of BGS subs. Really? Like that's when like guaranteed turnaround times were there. So you'd send in, you know, like a, a 30-day sub and it would be back in a month or you'd send in like a, you know, a 10-day and it would be back in 10 days. I mean like we, we, did, yeah. we did a lot of those. And did – so saying that prices were comparable was kind of their brand and their footing comparable? Yeah, I mean, I would assume so. I preferred, you know, at that point, I was preferring, you know, BGS. I think I, I was a bigger fan of the slabs. Um, I mean, like it's a little the, bit more like heavyweight and. Yeah, it was thicker. I like the gold bar. I think the gold is creative. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a, it was so a on, lot on different. On that note, was there a moment where we're like, when did that kind of start to change? Is it the nine five thing that really like as the newer eyeballs came in, it was just like not as valuable as ten? That that's a good question. Um, I I don't I don't really know the answer. I I think the market like I think a year ago is when the market really started to change. I think twenty twenty was the year for cards where you know it started out the year started out pretty hot. Uh, and, and like it, it was trending upward. I had a United you know, trade night. It was f- packed. I mean, you could see the market was going up. I remember. And then, your, the, and then COVID. Went, yeah. And then everybody gets shut down. You're at home, nothing to do, nowhere to go. And you you pick up hobbies and then the market just explodes. Um, so I would say it's probably been about a, year, a full year of a, been a, being a real, you know, conversation that these are very different. Um, but it definitely hasn't always been that way. I really think you saying that three years ago. At the start of 2018, Beckett, BGS, and PSA were seen in symbiotic nature, meaning like as one and the same is kind of the biggest thing we've talked about because we've talked a lot about patience and holding things and waiting. And it, for you to say that they were the same three years ago is crazy because three years from now, like that means that there can be massive value in. SGC or in uh, Beckett now means that there yeah, is, right? It, For a lot of our like newer listeners. We're newer always uh, on this show. I think we've talked about it on many episodes. What is the, what's the next thing? What do you keep an eye on? What's underpriced, right? Like, you know, 
it's second year base cards. It's the LeBron Tops Chrome PS10 gets so expensive. Then you go to the tops. Then you can't afford the tops 10, so you go to the tops Chrome 9, or you can't afford that, so you go to the tops 9. So you're always looking for value in this, right? Everybody's always looking for the next thing. I know Gary tweeted about it the next, you know, the other day, like, what's the next thing? Yeah, sure, there could be a significant value in, uh, you know, a BGS 9.5 if the price is, because there's got to be, a, Lou, you're our, our expert uh, price checker. What's like? What's the difference between a Luca nine five and a Luca Prism ten? I would assume it depends on the subs. Fourteen but it's like five, probably fourteen hundred to two grand. Depends on the subs. Luca's Luca's been around like thirteen fourteen for a nine five, and the the tens are doing eighteen eight or like eighteen fifty nineteen hundred. That's that's a pretty good value. Depends oh, on the yeah. subs. Like it's funny how you know. I also noticed with BG with the nine five is like. The subs have gotten a lot more important, I feel like, in the last six yes. months or so. Like, true Great gems point. are really doing a big difference in numbers. When it, when you get to the higher-end cards, a true gem Luca versus a, you know, min a gem. min gem, yeah, like, w- with two nines on it or whatever. is Like, a min gem's got to be, like, a PSA 9. Yeah, min gem's doing, like, 1,000, 1,100 versus 14 for, for a true gem 9.5. That's a real difference. So, like... um. I thought that was pretty interesting. That's something I noticed as well. And I've also... And there's got to be a... I've, Go ahead. You know, shout out to Sasha. He posted a video about this the other day. He's been doing... He's been seeing a lot of BGS nines and being able to cross them over. I've been obsessed with that. That's an interesting little thing that's been happening. BGS nines to... At, you know, this is his small sample size data, but, you know, PSA... To 10, to PSA 10s and, B, and PSA nines. Pretty consistently. I mean, that's got to be a huge, huge markup if you're if you're able to cross those. I mean, BGS nine to a PSA. 10 you got to find the right be, cards, but yeah. I mean, a Luca BGS nine without looking, I would assume Zade under seven hundred fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. You're talking about eleven hundred dollar increase. That's massive. It's tough. It's it's definitely not the easiest thing in the world to do, but it's doable. It's, I mean, that's that goes back to something you were saying, Ryan, about like you know you're buying cards, not grades, right? Like if you can find a BGS nine with really with you know nine five centering, which happens, and you get eight five surface or eight five corners, you can potentially work around that. Yeah, it's the and I think that was a great way to start off this the conversation around grading. I think the next thing is, you know, with cards taking so long to get back now, every card gets graded. Like people are just sending cards. Every That's and, why, that's why they're changing up the services, right? Like they're pretty much like don't send in bulk anymore because it's a bunch of random shit. And so like, you know, if you can't get a card back for five months now, that means that there's a lot of space for someone to either you know, CGC, I think, is a new thing that is coming up a little bit. I also think with all this awareness, one of the main things that I get hit up by people is, hey, look at all these cards I found in my attic. Are they worth anything? Do they mean anything? What is it? And that one in every 25 have, like, cards that matter. Meaning, like, you probably see it. Like, people come in, you're like, yo, like, you're sitting on some shit here. Uh, You know, but... uh. Bird Magic, uh, you know, PSA 8 graded, it, like, in the oldest PSA slab ever. 
you know, now that thing goes through grading and it's like a different beast. So you're really going to start seeing, I think, different um, quality of grades within grades. And how does that play out? PSA now private. How does what are those developments? Yeah, I'm super, super, super intrigued by like the market leader at this point is PSA and it's not close. What does Nat's acquisition of that of PSA making it private? What does that like look like? Um, you know, Lou mentioned like service levels going away. Like the demand is there. So what like I'm I'm just I'm so intrigued by PSA's plans for 2021 because I see it every day. People want graded cards. People want their cards graded. And I don't see that, you know, declining anytime soon. So yeah, I'm I'm super, super intrigued by what uh, PSA's plans are for the next couple months because I, demand is at an all-time high. Yeah, I, I, I really wonder what they're going to do because it's definitely like rubber hitting the road in terms of like, I've had a 20-day out since July. We're in January. It doesn't make me feel good about my 20-day with Ryan starting in October. Yeah, right now. that's not looking too hot, right? So, like, I'm pretty much at its place now. If I'm submitting cards, like, if I'm submitting baseball cards, I got to do 10 days to get them back in time for the season. It's the only way I'm going to be able to do it. So now I'm paying 75 bucks a card to submit cards. And this is what we were talking about with, like, the how high, how much can they really charge Guess it what? should be a lot. It Guess be what? A, they can charge you seventy five dollars all day long. Yeah, if they if you know five day now, if if they doubled it, you'd still cement. That's you'd what I'm saying. Cement. But then that's that's where it gets really interesting. With uh, you know, that's why I was texting you. I think I was texting you guys. I was I'm buying Jordans, right? Like I'm I'm trying to buy tens. PSA ten Jordans forty five bucks. There's no way I could raw to grade it. It doesn't make sense. It'll never work. You could grow to grade it and see it in June. Yeah, like maybe, maybe see it in June. Yeah, yeah. If you send them in today, maybe, maybe. And then where are we in June? I'm trying to get rid of these cards in April, May. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some yeah, of them I'm trying to get rid of April, May. If they're selling for 45, anything in a PSA 10 right now at 45 dollars, you should probably just get. <laughs> right, well, well, let's not say that. But like, <laughs> if, if you think in, about if it, you're it interested in the, if you're interested in the player, there's no. It's impossible, especially in a world where if you're you're not going to get a lot of tens, right? Like it's it's tough to ten, right? No matter what. But if if that card has a ten sells for that, I think this is a great argument because I see I've been looking at a lot of graded lately. Like that, what does a nine sell for? Nines are twenty dollars. I would know if I just bought some. I mean, twenty dollars. You, you can't, can't do anything for twenty dollars with cards anymore. Twenty dollars. That's what a. I mean, that's what forty five day cost. That's that's seeing a year. That's got to be a great value at $20. If you're it's in on Jordan, that's a great value. I bought 10 of them. That was kind of the idea. Do you think there is an opportunity for almost a mid-tier version of grading that is almost like a proper encasing for the more collector market and or uh, people that maybe so. want to secure cards? Like a version of- outside of PSA? Yeah. Or PSA offers it. As a send in your card and we're just going to slab it. Almost like the the authentic grade. No. No? People want no. tens or nines and they want to be able to yeah, sell them? I, yeah. It's, it's the, like the when you're saying- The collector market I, isn't big enough? Well, that's the thing is Beckett's trying to do that. Uh, they were trying to do that uh, no subgrade stuff where you can- It's a fraction of the cost to grade them with no subgrades. And 
to me, it's like less than a min grade. You're just assuming it's a min grade. So I think they do less than the min grade. Um, so to me, I, I'm, there are people out there that do it just to get cards graded. I definitely think there's interest. It's just, if you're asking me personally, it doesn't intrigue me at all. Got it. Like, I'm not sending in a card just to have it authenticated, like, especially in terms of a reseller, right? It's different if it's a collector. If you're doing yeah. it to encase it and add value and protect it long term, that's a different discussion. That's a true collector discussion. Mm-hmm. That's different than, hey, I've got this Zion Prism rookie. I'm trying to get it in a 10 and take it from a $300 card to an $800 card or an $850 card. That's the intention there mm-hmm. rather than, you know have it in a case just to say it's in a case yeah because i feel like that the interest for like the just purely authenticated isn't going to be a thing until fake cards are getting made at scale which is going to happen but like until that happens because then i would just buy a raw zion it's a lot cheaper and like you just saying that about zion like i have a zion base card it's worth 250 dollars. if i send it to these people and the cheapest i can get it done is for 20 dollars if I'm willing to wait, it'll come back and be worth $850. In a year. When are they going to start just saying, okay, we know the market value of Zion, you know, we take 10% of the the current market value or... Well, that's one of the things I've never understood. They do upcharges, but even... Right, I've never understood that with like the, where they charge you like 400, like up to $499 market value, like... I don't know. I I sent in, when I sent in a big order, my Ronaldo Ice got a 10 and I got upcharged $500. Really? So just, just for perspective, I got $500. And the other thing is they do that on, on slabbing, not on intake, right? Yeah, they do it at the very end because they don't know it. And now think about how tough that is. Like that sucks. Like there's a lot of people. It's hard to prepare for. It's a lot of people. That's why they have different service levels. Yep. A lot of people were buying Mbappe's for a dollar. And by the time they got them back, they're getting upcharged 100 bucks per card, which is now, fine. It's, it's a good pro- exactly. It's a good problem to have. Your cards are worth thousands of it's dollars because this company's put a, their stamp of approval on it. So it's hard to complain when your card is now worth 10, 15, 20x. Yeah, it's champagne so, problems for sure. But it's just one of those weird things where like oh, they're in this spot where they have they hold all the chips. They hold in no pun intended. Percent. They hold all the cards. In which percent. case, they should we because of that. I believe we can and will see pretty drastic changes and innovation in their business model. I completely agree. Why is PSA not just having their own marketplace where you can sell the cards that you just got created? A hundred percent. How does that not yeah. exist? I'm sure I, I say that like an idiot, like, duh, I'm sure that's on their mind. Like Nat goes and buys PWCC and just... Nat buys Starstock and now... Yeah. Yeah, and that's... Again, I follow him from afar. He's um, super interested to see what he does. Uh, I mean, he's like like a, I mean, got the best basketball collection I've probably ever seen, and seems like a super intelligent guy. In a, I just yeah. I, I'm, he posted this, this a preposterous seems... card the other day, and I was like, "What is well, what going on? Hang on." It was something, and I was like, "Where was am it I?" The Jordan, the Jordan, LeBron, Kobe logo. Yes, that's exactly what it was. I was like, I was like, "What is that? Like, how do you have that?" He also fun. got. I think he has one or two of the Jordan PMGs. It's unbelievable. Love it. So yeah, that, this will be a conversation that I'm sure we'll hit on multiple times. But this will uh, this will be fun to look back on later when this things are going to change. Right, we'll be having cold conversations in the next. 
25 weeks, 30 weeks, whatever this is, we decide to do with this season. But there will be more conversations that will uh, arise from from grading this year. It's 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 big in the market, and it's definitely here to it's stay. It's going to be an interesting year. Anything else, Ty Lou, before we get into the latest launch? Anything else in your mind? Um, I would like to say that um, I our quick conversation about Giannis before really doubled down my feelings towards the NBA. The fact that Giannis is already a Hall of Famer is outrageous. That's all. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer. But the guy won back to back That's what you said, and you're right. It yeah, just seems he did. It just seems he did, likely. and he's right. He he's did, right. and he's right. The point is that that's stupid. Well, listen, Lou. LeBron James should have 12 MVPs. I agree. Wait, what? <laughs> what? It's it's the same thing. They don't because the NBA like they're so good. They do like they put everyone in the Hall of Fame. It has no meaning. No, they build superstars. Okay. They market and build superstars. They definitely do. They also put way too many people in the Hall of Fame. Well, I I don't even know how many people are like. What's the percentage of? I don't even know what would how would we calculate. Like it would be yeah. fractional. The way fractional. the way we calculated is that you guys said that Giannis total is players three years into his career, five years into his career, whatever. Giannis has been in the league for like seven years. Great. He won back to back MVPs. Great. In a in a superstar driven. That's league. been done like ten times in the history of the NBA. Bro, it. is Mike Trout uh, in the Hall of Fame? Mike Trout's the best basketball baseball player of all time. So yeah. Mike Trout's how many, been in the how many playoffs? Years. How many playoffs? Mike Trout's only been in the league like eight when years. You a, when you have a complete body of work for how many playoffs? Yeah, years. Two back a decade. He's been in the league for a decade. When was his first year in the Badgers? Two thousand first full year. Eleven. Twelve. Two thousand eleven. Top stuff. Oh, full year. Full year. Two thousand twelve. Full year. Twelve. Giannis was a rookie in thirteen fourteen. They're one year apart. Great. Mike Trout's Trout a significantly better the amount of MVPs. I agree. Mike Trout, I Mike Trout is a significantly better baseball player than Giannis is a basketball player. I would go to the mat on that one. Yeah, I, I, you might. You're probably right. It doesn't take away that Giannis has won back-to-back MVPs. Okay. <laughs> Ray Allen went through the, the list. Who? So Ray Allen. Ray so Allen. Was- I mean, arguably hit the greatest shot of all time. Cool. Do you know who? Maurice Cheeks is in the Hall of Fame. Mo Cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> Grant Hill is in the Hall of Fame. This is I a mean, twenty. This is a twenty eighteen class. I'm naming from the same class. Grant Hill. Lou, like, Lou, did Mo quick. Cheeks make it in on like an asterisk? I, like <laughs> the sub. Like the... Lou. Lou. Is Kyrie in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> Let is Anthony Davis a Hall of Famer? I would say no, but maybe. Not yet. But, do, do you understand how ridiculous it is that we're even talking about Anthony Davis being in the Hall of Fame? He's a nobody in the scheme of life. I'm just... So, wow. AD with Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, a final... Grant a Hill, Mo Cheeks, Ray Allen. And you're not putting him in? Wow. Look, Ray Allen's a Hall of Famer, look. <laughs> okay. That's a fact. He is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Let's go back to twenty seven. Let's wrap this up real quick. But twenty seventeen, Tracy McGrady, legend. Um, Tracy, Tracy McGrady. McGrady Tracy McGrady. You can get me on. I don't even. I can't even say these because I feel actually. I feel so out of place that I don't even know. Like Tom Jernstadt. Who's that? <laughs> Manny Manny Jackson for the for the Globe Trotters. Okay, that's fine. Nikos. That's what I'm saying there's like Nikos Galis. 
It's just it's a Hall of Fame for the sport, Lou. Not for the league. George <laughs> McGinnis. Yeah, George. I don't, I don't know who these people are, and they're in the Hall of Fame. Listen, played eleven season in the ABA and the NBA. He's okay. drafted from head, Indiana University. My head hurts from thinking about this. So let's move on to latest launch. All right, we'll continue this conversation later because I'm sure we'll get some feedback on this. All right, nothing super crazy this week. You've got Elite Extra Edition Baseball and then Immac- uh, I, I changed that. Immaculate Soccer and Eminence Basketball. So Eminence Basketball, for those wondering, has is I know Panini has Dutch auction style for first off the line starting at 50 grand. And my understanding is Eminence Hobby is around $18,000 for one box of cards. It's 10 cards per pack. Has nine autographs and one other card. Um, so real quick for the people, so they can all look into this themselves as well. What uh, what site do you use when you're checking out new releases? Uh, Blowout Cards Forum. They have a new release calendar. Nice. It's on the very bottom of their website. Nice. I'm fired up for the uh, Immaculate Soccer for sure. Will I get any? It's pre-selling at two thousand a box. That's what maybe basketball. Able to, maybe I don't make one of those work for you, Ty. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Has, Immaculate has five autographs or jerseys and two base cards per box. Looks like it's got a lot of stars in it. Yeah. I just need I mean, some Joao Felix in my life. It gets really ugly in the twenty thirteen NBA Hall of Fame. I'm really going back. It gets really ugly. They do a lot of Hall of Fame stuff. Yeah, like... Okay. Let's wrap. Listen, the entire state of Indiana is in the Hall of Fame, right? This is going to be a great season. Literally. It's going to be It's going to be sweet. But I need, before we leave, it is going to be sweet, but I'm gonna, I need to say this because we talked about Immaculate Soccer. The Premier League is going to go into the second half of the season. Liverpool just lost to Sheffield United today, and it may be one of the most entertaining Premier League seasons in at least the last five years, maybe the last 10, a lot of contenders at the top, Liverpool, City, United, Leicester, Chelsea is kind of irrelevant. I'm going to be talking more soccer on this, this season. And Lou, we're going to watch a game together at some point. There's, you have a better chance to get me to watch soccer than you do the NBA. So yeah. All right. Uh, Deal. Because I know less Feels about that? it. I know I hate the NBA. I don't know I hate soccer. That's fair. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into some soccer. We'll find a good game. It's, I think it's Sunday the 17th. Yeah, day before Martin Luther King Day. Manchester United-Liverpool. Huge matchup. Wow, I'm counting the moments. I can feel the energy already. There's real energy I can, No, I can Wake feel up. it. I can feel it coming off of you. Have a pint. All right. That's all I got for episode one. We will see you guys next week on Card Talk. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.